All right, buddy. All right. So uh, last I remember you saying we were in the middle of talking about Danny knocking out uh, Gavin Tucker. Uh, I was saying it was like, what is there to say about a 22-second fight? It was just a ruthless performance by Danny Ige. And you were in the middle of saying something. Yeah, it was just uh, just a perfect right straight. Uh, yeah. Set it up right. They went a few seconds of kind of stepping back and forth, looking at each other, looking at each other. Bam. That was it. Perfect timing, perfect amount of power out. It was great. It was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. There's, and, there, there's nothing else to say about it. I hope Gavin Tucker is able to recover from it. Um, but you don't like to see a guy get rocked that badly. Just starched. So. Yeah, he, uh, he got it pretty bad. I'm sure he'll be okay, though. Yep. Yep. Really, really, I mean, Danny Gay, his, you know, his, his only recent loss was to Calvin Cater. So maybe that's the rematch to make for his next fight. Danny Gay, Calvin Cater? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. Danny Gay definitely deserves to be, uh, what is he ranked right now? I believe he's number. He's number eight in the world rankings. Okay. So, yeah, that that, that rematch would make sense. Yeah. I, uh, I, mean, I haven't really thought about it so much. Calvin yeah. has just taken a beating, so maybe he needs a little bit longer to recover. But uh, we'll see. Was, be uh, that beat is from Max, right? The greatest boxer in the world. Best yeah. boxer you've seen, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that. It's like, how do you even come back from a fight like that? How do you come back from a fight knowing that your career will just be like, you'll be you. You can keep winning, but you're not getting the belt. <laughs> you're not getting a shot at the belt, bro. Well, unless you unless you pull a full on Dustin Poirier, you ain't getting a shot. That that was such a smash, and that's like, that's what we're gonna really see with uh, Ortega. Ortega suit is like you got absolutely smashed by Holloway. Will you be able to do it against Volkanovski? Will you yeah. prove us wrong? Will you rock paper scissors this situation? And that's that's maybe can... a good reason to uh, to to beat uh, to to book that fight again uh, against Ige again because it's like well you've already beat him so you should be able to do it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got the mental aspect on your side already winning. Anyway, that's a good point. We'll see who we'll we'll see we'll see who Danny Gay uh, gets paired up with next. I think he's definitely going to be, you know, if he gets a couple more wins under his belt, he'll be in title contention. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they uh, he's definitely going to get a top fiver next uh, next fight for sure. He if he gets another wicked knockout of that top fiver, he I don't think he gets title shot right away, but he definitely could be a stand-in. A filler if a if a if a, a title fight like falls apart for some reason, I can see him being a filler if he gets one more good win. If, yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Man, hell, if he does get another knockout in less than thirty seconds, they might give him. I don't know. Probably not. But well, I mean, he'll at least be fighting a guy like Ortega. If Ortega loses against Volkanovski, at least he'll be fighting a guy like Ortega next. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. One of our top fiver. He's going to be looking in the top five direction. Yeah, his next five, next fight's got to be top five. All, All right. right, let's talk. Let's talk span. <laughs> let's talk spick and span. All right, <laughs> <laughs> we got Misha Serkinov versus Ryan Span. Another just wicked right hand early, early in the first. Yeah, nasty. There's a lot of good right hands and a nice left hand by Davy. Is it was great, man. It was, you know what? It was a card of power, I feel like, for the most part. People were getting smashed hard. A card of finishes, at least. You know, uh, even in the main card, we're looking at, uh, uh, you know, three really nice knockouts. Uh, one decision, two draws, which we'll get to. Uh... <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get I just to want to point out that Eric Anders probably would have been a knockout. Yeah. Or no, at least a TKO. Absolutely. It would have been four out of six, probably. Mm-hmm. And that's not, you know, that's not even talking about the prelims where there was already, you know, quite a few uh, uh, finishes as well. But yeah, overall, yeah. again, how we were talking about the earlier in the podcast, it was a fun card. It was a really fun card. It was a, it was a great card. Had it not been for two fights. <laughs> not been for two fights. I, I don't know. Let's, Do you have let's not, else? Let's, Do you have let's else say it was Ryan Spann. Yeah, was, uh, I thought it was great how uh, going into that fight, I thought there was going to be a knockout. And uh, but I, I thought it was going to be like a second round or something. I didn't think they were going to come out too fast. And then, like, I don't know. I felt like it was pretty quick from they're just standing there in front of each other to suddenly Misha is sitting in Ryan's lap, just eating hammer fists, like just trying to cover up and cry about it. It's <laughs> 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 just like, wham, 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 wham. Just like, it was, it was such a great position. Right? I, f- I feel like like someone who doesn't watch MMA or watch fighting might see, like, I don't know, people getting hit. And they're like, oh, as soon as you get hit, you end it, right? And some people might think the opposite. It's like, oh, they don't go out. Like, why would you end it? It's like, in that fight, look at the position they're in. Misha's just laying down in front of him. Like, just literally, like, in his lap. Or Ryan just... just completely willingly smashes him with pretty much no defense put on display. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he doesn't need to be out. That man clearly does not want to be there. He has no business being there anymore. And <laughs> well, that's his, oh, fall. Man. his fall looked like he turned to stone. Like he just, just, oh, yeah. yeah, it was brilliant. All right. So, yeah. Let's end uh, the podcast right there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even want to talk about it, huh? I don't even want to talk about it. All right. So let's get to it. Bala Muhammad versus Leon Edwards. It was a good fight. It was a back and forth fight. Um, you know, uh, I can't say one, one guy was dominant over the other. And then in the second round early on, Leon Edwards poked Bala Muhammad in the eye twice. And that's how the fight ended. It was ended with a draw, no contest as Bilal could not continue. And yeah. the fact that Leon Edwards has the balls to say that he deserves a title fight after that is just remarkable. I remarkable. I know, I hate it. Like, it, there's, there's one thing to promote yourself, and then there's to have a disconnect from reality. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah, what, yeah. Yeah, exactly. In what world, how is the UFC supposed to hype you after a no contest in which you poke your opponent in the eye 
for a, a, a title fight. Like, yeah. there, and there's no way. There's that. That's. I don't. I mean, I have to do my research, but I certainly hope it's never happened in the UFC before, and it certainly should never. If it, you know, it's just ridiculous. And Leon Edwards, I, I, I usually don't agree with uh, smiling Sam Alvey. Uh, you know, he kind of gives he, to be honest, he gives me the creeps. But, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> he tweeted at him and he said, "Dude, you haven't fought in two years, and you come back." or close to two years, you haven't fought in close to two years and you come back and you poke your opponent in the eye to the point that he can't continue the fight. Like have some, have, you know, have some semblance of, of reality and, and, you know, have some level of humbleness to be like, yeah. Hey, like respect. Enough, some respect too. Yeah, absolutely. You could have blinded him. You could have ruined his career. Yeah, that could have, that could have been the end of Bilal Muhammad's career that night, after his best win ever, after his most dominant performance again in his last fight, to come in and boom, eye pokes, career's done. And he did and you I, the you did the he did you the favor. You were the one looking for an opponent. Yeah, and he stepped in on short notice. He stepped in on short notice on less than a month's notice, and you poked after, him in the eye. Yeah. After yeah. his last fight, uh, yeah, yeah, like, well, well, was it a full month between these two fights for him? It was, yeah, it was a little over a month. It was like a month, a little and over a, a month, a month and a few days. Yeah, and and, and and a short notice, like that was a huge step up for Malal, uh, Malal, uh, Bilal to do, and uh, for him, yeah, for him to just say he gets a title shot after that is just so disrespectful. And just such a such a bitch move too, because it's like, well, did you do that on purpose? Did you not want this to go down, man? When I first when I first watched the fight, I I was saying it repeatedly, was like those those fingers, those fingers, man, watch those fingers. Herb Dean warned him early on, and then when the warning clearly didn't matter, Herb Dean, I guess, was like, well, if he's not going to listen to my warning, I guess there's no point of warning him, like. <laughs> Like as, as soon after the first eye poke, which luckily didn't do much damage, it just kind of brushed his eye. Blow wasn't even actually that phased by it. Instead, it's like he's ready to fight right away. Herb says, "Watch those fingers. You can put them up, but you can't put them forward." Leon Edwards says, "Okay." And he, he says, "Fight." They go back forward. Leon throws three different eye poke attempts. So like he throws the straight. And then the one come from like almost like an uppercut and then one like from like a hook style or something like almost immediately as if like he's taunting Herb Dean and Herb doesn't do shit about it. And it's like, okay, I've got my range. You know, he's not going to actually call me on this if I just keep doing it right away. He keeps doing it. And like, don't get me wrong. Leon uh, was winning the fight, but I feel like it's not like what the announcers are saying. I feel like they're being a little biased in this fight too. I, I don't think he was dominating the fight. I think he landed a really nice head kick that clearly hurt Bilal, and he was landing more shots than Bilal, but it was back and forth. And at the time of the eye poke that ended the fight, Bilal wasn't hurt. Bilal wasn't looking like he was about to get knocked out by any means. He was 100% there, and it was, it was what? It was the second round, right? It was 18 seconds into the second round. It was like anything. It could have been anyone's fight. The first round was Leon Edwards, but like not by a landslide. It wasn't a 10-8. It was nothing like that. And I don't know, man. 
people no, are saying Ed- Edwards was just getting the better of the exchanges. Edwards was getting the better of the exchanges for sure. And he did win the first round, but it's not, you know, he came out and he's like, well, I came out, you know, came out after two years, dominated my, perform- my opponent. It's like, no, you didn't. There you was didn't. No, you you didn't. didn't. There was no point of domination. <laughs> no, you were winning. You weren't dominating. You landed a nice head kick and you hurt him. That happened. He didn't hurt you, but you didn't move in for the kill. You didn't finish him. And he was he was looking fine coming into the second round. Like there was, he didn't look like he was really injured at all. He looked like he was just ready for a second round. Ready to keep going, and it's and the fight is yet to turn up. Yeah, I, I feel like pe- people keep saying they feel bad for Leon Edwards. They feel bad for him. It clearly wasn't intentional. It clearly wasn't intentional. And I remember I was talking to you before about this, and I was saying, well, my opinion of his intentions are. I was saying that I don't believe he intentionally wanted to poke Bilal's eye or that he intentionally wanted to seriously injure Bilal or end his career or anything like that. I don't think he was intending that, but rather wasn't intending to save his eye. He wasn't intending to care about Bilal's eye. You know, he was Bilal's eye. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You cornball. <laughs> but he uh, he didn't give a fuck if you poked Bilal's eye. He was throwing his fingers out constantly. And so that's what I was thinking before. But now I've changed my opinion again. Now I'm thinking, I think he did do it intentionally. Because how how does one stand in a fight like that the entire time, just throwing those fingers forward like that, forward, forward, even after getting warned and almost poking balls, I make zero adjustments to do it. Not just in that fight, but like what's happening to his, his, his training partners. You know, he's got multiple training partners. He's got people he spars with. Does he do that to them? Has he poked their eyes? Cause if he's fighting the way he fought against ball, he's definitely poking other people's eyes. There's, there's no way he isn't. If he's fighting like that when he's sparring, he's gotta be poking people's eyes unless he's always wearing boxing gloves or something. Why isn't anybody telling him not to fucking do that? It's illegal. It's it's an illegal move to, to be jetting your hand forward. Herb Dean literally said the words, you can keep your hands up, but not forward. And so it's like, that is an illegal tactic, just like the knee when someone's down. It's an illegal tactic. He meant to throw a head kick, and as he was throwing the head kick, part of the motion was throwing your hand forward. He completely intended to throw the hand forward with his fingers straight out. It hit Bilal in the eye. That was an intentional strike, man. I don't think he meant, again, like I think he meant for the head kick to hurt him and not the eye poke, but he threw it with complete disregard to the rule of not being allowed to do that. And why is there that disregard? Is it on him? Is it on his cornerman? Is it on, is it on the ring rust? Is it on Herb Dean? I don't know who it's on, but shit needs to change because it's been years and years of discussion and we got people like Bisbing who have lost their eye after these years of discussion, and it's years since then, and Bilal could have potentially lost his the other night. Well, to like, be fair, Bisbing didn't lose his eye to, to an eye poke. It was, a, it was a kick to the skull that, that actually that knocked, his, a, knocked, his, knocked his eye. Well, it was, it, was the, it was the eye poke by Vitor. No, was no, that was a head kick. That was a head kick that knocked out, uh, that fucked up uh, Bisbing's eye. Um, but Pretty, that that was TRT was Vitor. It? That was TRT Vitor. That was when he was obviously on steroids. 
But he did land a nasty eye poke in that fight, did he not? I don't believe so. I which what, so. which who am I thinking of that Vitor went knuckle deep on, buddy? Uh, Randy Couture. He uh, he gr- he but, uh, broke his eyelid. But that was also no, no, no. It was more recent. Hmm. I don't know then, but I just know that uh, Bisbing's always had uh, you know obviously has always uh, hated guys who use steroids. He's I'll call them out openly because of that incident. You know, Vitor should not have been fighting Bisbing. Uh, no, with the amount of steroids he was on. Oh no! Yeah, exactly. But exactly. anyway, anyway, I regardless of I, I don't think we can. I don't think it's wise to. Uh, you know, I, I don't know whether or not uh, whether or not uh, Edwards intended on an eye poke, but like you said, it was his negligence after the warning that you can really damn him on. Is that like he didn't switch up his style? Like you said, he didn't switch up his style at all after the warning, uh, even if he didn't intend it, he didn't do anything to stop himself from poking him in the eye and damaging his eye. Uh, it's just, yeah, I, I don't think we can say it anymore. It's just shame on Leon Edwards, man. And uh, if, yeah, and to even say that he, you know, I'm not even counting him as a guy who's in the title shot talk right now. He needs to come back and get a solid win, a solid couple wins before we can even talk about him being in title contention after such a disgusting performance. Well, I, I feel like he was in title contention before his layoff. And then after this, I don't think that puts him any closer. I think one good win and you'll be there. But I, I just, it just bothers me that he talks about it afterwards. Like, it's just like, he just brushes it off. And it also bothers me too, that it's like, he didn't, it didn't seem like he was that remorseful towards Bilal. It just seemed like he was more so cheesed that this happened to him, that he uh, that he lost, that he didn't get a win because of this. Yeah, absolutely. You know? right. It's like, yep. it's like, man, fuck you. Like Bilal, that could have been the end of Bilal's career. And it's like I was saying to you the other day, what what needs to happen is they talk about the gloves, the gloves like Bellator where it keeps your fingers curved. That's fine. If they're going to do that, do that. It doesn't look like they're going to do that. The referees is where it comes down to. If no one else, it's got to be the referee who is just really harsh on that rule. Herb Dean said to him, he said the words, you have to keep your hands up and not forward. And then he didn't, like, he didn't enforce it. He didn't listen. Why would you say it to him if you're not going to continue to enforce it? Because if you're just saying, hey, you're not allowed to do this, and then they do it, it's like, you can't just be like, oh, well, I told him, I guess, like, what am I going to do? Stop the fight and take away a point, even though he hasn't poked his eyes? Yeah, that is what you do. That's exactly what you need to do, I think. I think you need to warn him before he ever touches his face. You know, like, hey, your eyes, your fingers are out. Keep your fingers up. Keep your fingers up. Say it verbally. Just keep saying it. Get annoying with it if they keep doing it, right? After you've said it two, three times stop the fight and you'd be like hey i'm gonna take a point if you don't like if you don't stop doing that keep your fingers up or keep your fist closed you know and if he does it again starts doing it take a point he doesn't ever have to touch the guy's face because all it takes is one it just takes one eye poke the first eye poke that hit below it wasn't really much of an eye poke he's a graze he kind of rubbed across his eye and even that was enough like herb stopped it right because he saw Something happened. He's like, okay, but he's fine, luckily. 
Second one was the first actual eye poke, and that was it. Boom, done, instant, fight's over. It only takes one, and a point doesn't matter. One point doesn't matter if the eye poke ends the fight. You take a point this round, next round, he keeps doing it. It's gonna be, it's gonna be over, right? You gotta, you gotta really enforce that and just keep taking points. Hell, take two points in a round if you need to. Don't, don't say it's a rule and then not enforce it. It just looks stupid. Yep, it really does. It really, really does. And. <sighs> Yeah, you know what? We can just keep going on and on about it, but let's just talk about. I hate it. Let's uh, yeah, let's agree. We both hate it. It's both yeah, it's stupid. Let's. I feel like we've we've said our piece. (laughs) Yeah, you know, there's there's nothing else to say about it other than things need to change. That's just it. Yep. And I think you're right. I do agree with your. I do agree with your point that uh, warnings don't do anything. Warnings clearly clearly have not done it. Clearly, uh, clearly warnings do not do enough. Uh, no. Between this fight and I think of another fight, uh, Ben Rothwell versus uh, Stephen Strove, where it's like oh, yeah, the nasty groin shots. It's like clearly, clearly something needs to be done. Like even in that fight, you know, I know a point was taken away in that fight, but it's like something has to be done where if you you know, if you repeatedly uh, uh, foul, you, there's no, whether it's negligence or intention, you, there's no excuse for it. You know, you can't, yeah. you can't allow it to happen in the sport anymore. Uh, you know, we've had two main events. Well, not two main events, but we've had multiple fights in the past two weeks ruined by fouls. And it just needs to stop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And also, I feel like another one more thing too. If if uh, if they're gonna say that Jan loses the fight due to that knee, and it goes to uh, it goes to uh, Aljamain, then it's like I almost feel like this should be the same thing to a degree. If, I agree. Uh, I agree. If there was no if there was no warning ever, and there was never like you never saw him throwing it. And it happens, then it's, it's just a complete freak accident. Then okay, you know, call that a no contest. You know, there are fingers, there are eyes. Shit happens, but when they're clearly doing that over and over again, moving their hand forward, and they have been warned at least once not to do it, and the fight even got stopped at one point for that warning, then it's like, at that, it should be, it should be a disqualification. Yep, it should be a loss yeah. by disqualification. You're absolutely right. I think that's the way to right. change it. You're right. Uh, like so, let's compare these two examples: uh, the Anders fight, Anders versus Stewart fight versus the uh, Muhammad versus Edwards fight. Uh, Anders got caught up in the moment, threw an illegal knee. Uh, you know, it's a non-title fight. You could argue that that would be a scenario where it should only be a no contest. He just got caught up in the moment and through an illegal knee and you know, it costs him a win, but it doesn't necessarily need to cost him a, a loss either. Whereas this fight, yeah. yeah, this fight should be, he loses by disqualification. He was warned and he still did it. And the fight stopped because of it. He loses. Yeah, exactly. Cause what, what would have happened if that didn't end the fight? Herb would have probably taken a point. It's like, so if you're going to take a point from him, 
he didn't the fight's not going that fight is over you got to take the win from him yeah <laughs> you got to do more. you got to give buddy the the victory on that disqualification victory because yeah like i don't know you're right with anders he got caught up in the moment he wasn't threatening that illegal knee the whole fight he never got warned beforehand he got caught up in the moment man I don't know. Yeah. It's just the more I think about it, the more it cheeses me. And like, I've always kind of been like a whatever with Leon Edwards. It's like, yeah, he's exciting. He is a serious person to look out for, but I just don't know how I feel about him. And now, now I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't like him either. I'm, I'm with you, buddy. It's, he's definitely got to, you know, uh, ingratiate himself back in the fan with the fans, with a few good performances before we can really think of, uh, you know, think he's a good guy anymore uh, after that kind of a performance. Let's get to this weekend's card, man. Yeah, we got a, got a pretty exciting main event. We do. We do. This is a pretty fun one, but uh, we'll get to that. Uh, the first fight I want to talk to you about is Taiti Avasa versus uh, Harry Hun, uh, Hunsucker. Nice heavyweight bout uh, yeah. to start off the main card. I know you like Taiti Avasa. Uh, I, I, I like Ty. I agree. I think he's definitely got potential, but uh, the problem is, is he's you know he's like uh, I think you know he 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 always talks about training with uh, Mark Hunt, and you can definitely see Mark Hunt's influence in the way he fights. He's very slow, very methodical, patient uh, fighter. But when he explodes, is he lands massive power? Do you think uh, Tiavasa could do with? The, and he's a heavy guy. He always comes in pretty heavy. Do you think he could do with a bit more speed, a bit more of a weight cut, a bit more of you know a bit more speed? Uh, yes and no, because on one hand, you just it just seems like the logical answer is faster is better, right? Right. It just, but at the same time, Tiavasa, I'm not gonna say he's sloppy, but he he kind of. He isn't like fully straight edge with the way he with the way he fights, with the way he strikes, the way he moves. He's a little bit like I guess I guess sloppy is the only word I can really think of. He's, he's slightly sloppy, and it's uh, he still lands the bombs and he still lands this and that, and uh, has a lot in his arsenal. But it's just the way he moves, it's not super fluid, or fluent maybe, or it is. I, I don't know how to explain it exactly. I just feel like he's. I don't know. Maybe it's because he's slow, or not slow, but like a little bit, a little bit slower. I just, I feel like him getting faster isn't as much of an advantage as him having as much power as possible. I know with speed comes power. The faster you're hitting, the the harder you're hitting too. But I just feel like for him, what his main his main goal to stick with is just power shots, power punching people. Maybe a bigger weight cut would be better. I mean, right before fights, he's eating big Nutella sandwiches and stuff like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's my advice is don't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Eat healthier and try to be as healthy as possible. But at the same time, you got to do you, right? And if that's his lifestyle, that's what's making him happy, that's what's keeping him in focus and stuff, then, then fucking A. Yeah. Whatever works. You know what? I think he could lose, uh, you know, maybe go, maybe drop down to one or two fifty five. I think he would find a, a bit more success there where he's still got, you know, that overwhelming size, 
but he's a little quicker with it. I think he could definitely yeah. benefit from that. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's one thing to, you know, like, we're, like you said, speed brings its own power. And, you, and whether you're the most powerful one or not, if you're the second one to land, sometimes that's all it takes, especially in a division like heavyweight. Uh, you can't afford to be the second one to land. And uh, I, I, honestly, I do have Harry for this fight. I, I don't know if I have enough confidence in Tai Tiavasa to, to pull it off. At this point, this is uh, is this Harry's uh, debut? Um, good question. Let me double check here. I imagine it. I think be. it is. Pretty sure it's his debut. I haven't seen him fight yep. before. No, you're right. It, it will be his but... debut. I mean, Tyrone Vasa is coming off of a three-fight losing streak, I believe. Right. Uh, I believe you're correct. Lost uh, the Santos. And then uh, Tivanov and Spivak, Sergey Spivak. I haven't. I don't think I saw that fight, but I saw the Blagoy fight. Blagoy is a savage. Mm-hmm. Um, well, is a legitimate savage. He's just a terrifying of, uh, individual. He's coming off of a win over Stefan Struve, actually. Tai Chivasa? Yeah. He beat uh, he beat Stefan Struve in twenty twenty. At UFC 254, first round knockout. Really? That's right. That's right. It was like, it was like a. There's like a second or two left, right? I can't find it here. What's why? I'm just looking at his record here. It doesn't say anything for 2020. Is that his only fight in 2020? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, he knocked out Stefan Struve. The sky. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I hope Tai Tuivasa wins. I don't know much about uh, Harry. Harry is and, uh, uh, Harry is stepping up on short notice for sure. Harry uh, is he? Yeah. Uh, in fact, Tai Tuivasa is saying he's going to thank him for saving the card because he took the fight on such short notice. So nice. I mean that that is the thing. I you, I do get why you like Tai Tuivasa. He's a very likable guy. You know, he's got that sort of... Yeah, he's uh, just a party. Yeah, exactly. He's like Mark Hunt, where he's just... All he does is party and knock people out. So what's not, what's yeah. not to like? Drinking <laughs> shoes and dropping paint. <laughs> Fucking you. <laughs> Fucking mate. mate. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I, would, uh, I would still give it to Henry. I'm hoping to see him. Uh, you know, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping Tai Tiavasa comes back. Uh, uh, you know, uh, puts on puts on another good performance. I do think Taiti Vasa has potential. I just think there's some there's some big holes in his game, and he he needs to tighten up. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. And uh, you see that with the more more precision strikers, they they find those holes. Um, but yeah, they both got three losses. Last time I said this, someone got poked in the eye and they remained with three losses, both fighters. But this time, <laughs> hopefully one of them gets a four next to their name. <laughs> we can only hope, buddy. We can only hope. Yeah, maybe I just – I probably just jinxed that too. Someone's going to get a toe in the eye this time. Yeah, it's not even anyone's fault. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's The ref's going to poke someone in the eye. So uh, another fight I want to talk about is uh, Cheyenne – uh, buys versus 
uh, Monster at Ruiz. Ruiz is stepping up from Invicta. I'm looking forward to see her uh, UFC debut. Uh, she's she looks crazy. She's got some pretty badass tattoos. Uh, from what I saw her of her in uh, in Invicta, she's very aggressive, very aggressive, very uh, uh, striking based. I I would have her for this uh, for the win only because I'm not too familiar with Cheyenne, but uh, I think this is a big step up for her, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing her in the UFC. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not familiar with either of these girls to be honest, and so you're saying Ruiz is uh, exciting. I see she's nine and one. Cheyenne's five and one. I mean, yeah, I guess let's go Ruiz. Screw it. Screw it. I have no uh, no real attachment to either of them, so let's go Ruiz. Let's make it ten and one. Let's get double digits up in that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, buddy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. I'm cool with it. <laughs> All right, we got another fun one to talk about: Gregor Gillespie uh, against Brad yeah. Riddell. Now, Gregor Gillespie coming off a, a very bad win or a very bad loss, I should say, over uh, uh, from uh, Kevin Lee. It's one of my favorite knockouts of all time. Uh, Kevin yeah. Lee just a ruthless knockout over Gregor Gillespie. But up until that point, he had been undefeated. That is worth, uh, that is worth mentioning. And uh, yeah. Gillespie, another one of these guys you can't help but like. Uh, you can't help but like him. He's got a really good attitude uh, when he's with the press and talking to the press. He talked about uh, that win, or that, or excuse me, I keep saying win. I keep thinking of it from Kevin Lee's perspective, but uh, uh, he talked about that loss to Kevin Lee. I like what he said. He said it was uh, it was pretty easy for him to win or for, to absorb that loss mentally because he he thought about it and he's like, really that that wasn't my loss or not. I'm definitely paraphrasing. I'm not using his quotes at all. He just said, uh, you know, it would be one thing if Kevin Lee. Um, outclassed him for 15 minutes and, you know, just you know, mm. dragged him through the dirt and uh, really, you know, broke his spirit with that fight. But he just said, you know what? It was just a beautiful punch by, followed by a, a beautiful head kick by Lee. All credit to him. He just, you know, there's nothing else to say about it. It was just a beautiful knockout. And uh, that, that head kick was so fast. So fast. So scary, man. Just boom, dead. Yeah, yeah. He, the way he hits the cage, he's out immediately. Kevin Lee does fall out with one yeah. strike, but he didn't even need to. It was just a roof. He didn't lift. need to. It's been a while since I've seen the fight. It was a hammer fist or something, right? He runs at him with like a little sideways hammer fist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Gillespie falls back, hits the cage. Uh, Kevin Lee runs up, gives him a little tap with a hammer fist, and uh, that by that point, Mergliotta stopped it. Uh, one of my favorite moments of that knockout, I'm just going to bring it up because I always like talking about it, is uh, after the fight ends, like Kevin Lee's, you know, he's looking scary as hell, just walking around the cage, looking like a, looking uh, like a, a ruthless yeah. guy. Um, I almost forgot about this. Fraud's a hobby. Uh, Mergliata gives him a tap on the butt, says good fight. Then he goes up to Fraud's a hobby. Fraud's a hobby gets some. He gets like a good high five. But after that, his cornerman, Kevin Lee's uh, cut man comes up to him, puts his ice on his eye, and as he comes up to him, he says, you're a bad motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Lee's face is just like, hell fucking right. (laughs) He was so stoked by that comment. 
Oh, it was just oh, so beautiful. I don't know the name of the cornerman, but I wish I could give him the credit. He just, yeah, he walks up to me and says, you're a bad motherfucker. Yeah. And <laughs> it was so good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a beautiful moment. I forgot about that. That was, uh, that was a really good moment for sure. So, uh, I mean, Kevin Lee has uh, has gotten a loss since then. So Kevin Lee has never really been able to find his stride. He, he gets a couple wins, gets a couple losses, but... When he gets a win, it's a, it's a solid win. It's ruthless. So, but uh, anyway, yeah. talking going back to Gillespie, uh, <laughs> um, I, I I have no reason to believe he's not going to get a win here. Up until that Kevin Lee knockout, Gillespie was definitely a rising prospect. He was looking good, and uh, unless there's a question of uh, if Gillespie's chin can still hold up, maybe maybe not. We will you know we, we will only find out. But uh, Riddell, Riddell's a good fighter, but he's only getting uh, decision wins up to this point, whereas Gillespie gets finishes. He goes for the kill. Yeah. And I have no reason to believe that Gillespie won't get, a, get another win uh, this weekend. Yeah, I, uh, I could see Gillespie getting a win, and uh, I'd like that. I have no issues with Gillespie. I think, uh, as you said, it's the fact that he comes in for the finishes. Brad Riddell's not getting these finishes. And that's literally the only deciding factor for me. Yep, I agree. I agree. All right, let's talk about this main event. We got Derek Brunson versus Kevin Holland. Now, yeah, dude. Uh, Kevin Holland yeah. coming off of one of the weirdest and coolest knockouts of all time. He knocked out Jacare Souza from the from bottom position, which was so weird but so awesome. Uh, Jacare, I watched it three times today. <laughs> 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 I didn't even know we were going to be talking about it. <laughs> I was like, I just, I, I needed it for my soul. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kevin Holland, Kevin Holland, uh, he, he likes talking. He's definitely a talker. He, uh, he talks a lot of shit. There's no other way of putting it. He talks a lot of shit. He's very confident. He, he backs it up, man. He backs up that shit. Even if you have him on his back, he backs that shit up. <laughs> you, you see, he said a few things too, uh, to Jacare before he did it too, I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure what he was saying, but it looked like he was talking to him a bit. And uh, Wouldn't man, that – oh, my God, it was impressive. He's leaned back. He's – you see him. You see, he wants it right away, but he's being smart. He doesn't want to just be one of those guys who just starts throwing a whole bunch to overwhelm Jocker. He wants a proper shot. It's one nice hook in, and then does like a nice like like body roll. He rolls backwards and then rolls forward like like jumps himself up, smash hits him with another one, and like the hammer fist style. The very first right hook hurt. Uh, um, Jacare, you can see it, and he's like, oh, what? And ducks in a little bit, and then when he goes to look up, boom, there's the other one. Boom, there's a third one. Starts falling back. Holland is, like, hitting him as he's standing up, and then gets over and just smashes him. It was it was so amazing. It was such a good moment of just, like, man, anything can happen at any point. Absolutely. Like, these Absolutely. people are so deadly. Yeah, even yeah, that's that that's what scares you is these guys are, are evolving to the point where they can knock people out from their back, you know, with their fists mm-hmm. easily, and it, it's, it's it's a scary thing, you know. And Jacare is definitely a vet; his his chin has definitely uh, been better in the past, but still, you know, there's nothing else to say about it. It's still an impressive win. 
Uh, oh, super impressive. Jacare is no joke. Yeah, Jacare is still no joke. Um, now, Derek Brunson, he's he is definitely on a streak, uh, but he's sort of, you know, he's been put in this sort of a gatekeeper status, I would say. He, uh, he's always in the middle of the, you know, middle of the pack, definitely a top 10 guy, but when he loses, he loses hard. And his last loss was against Israel Adesanya. So that was back in 2018. Uh, Kevin Holland's last loss was to, uh, surprisingly enough, uh, Tiago Santos when he was in middleweight, uh, (laughs) Which yeah, it's, it's, it shouldn't have never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real; the two of them shouldn't meet up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's definitely a big size difference there, uh, even at middleweight. Um, but I'm I'm very excited. Like you said, this is this is a very exciting fight. Uh, both guys coming off knockouts. Um, I mean, one can only hope it stays on the feet. But Brunson is known to you know definitely switch it up a bit. Uh, and Kevin Holland's no stranger to the ground either. Um, who do you? Who oh, do you... He's coming off. Sorry. Yeah, he's got a submission right before his last knockout. Yep. Kevin Holland's all over. You want to know who I got for this? That, that is my question, buddy. Who do you got for this? I'll tell you who I got for this. It's gonna be Kevin Holland by knee. The knee isn't gonna put him out completely. But it's gonna hurt him. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt Brunson bad, and it's gonna put Brunson in a world of pain. It's gonna end up in a weird position, probably against the fence. I'm not sure exactly, but Holland's gonna make it look like he's been in this awkward ass position a thousand times. Find the right shots and TKO. Him. And you and you think That's you think this is? Happen. Do you think this is when uh, Brunson is looking for a takedown? Um, or is it just? I don't necessarily know if it's going to be a takedown. I just, I just, for whatever reason, I see that knee happening because, because it's almost. I feel like it's almost like it's expected to not happen because of how expected it almost is to happen. You know what I mean? With the knees and stuff that've been going on lately, and uh, the type of fighter that Kevin Holland is, it makes sense. He might come out with a big flying knee or something, right? He'd try to do something like that, but I don't see that necessarily being the case. I see it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's probably going to be during the takedown, or just during a random, like, or not random. Sorry, just during a, like a clinch. What looks to be a clinch push off, but suddenly isn't a push off. It's a grab your face and pull that knee up real quick and smash. I, I don't know why. I, I just see a knee. You see a knee? No, but yeah. I, I like this prediction. It's, it's, see a knee. it's confident. I like it. And it's very specific. I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, I want to get specific because Holland is so unspecific. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like I want to get uh, – like he's all over the place. I, I, I want to see him land a nasty, nasty knee. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, I. But I don't want it to be early. Not early? I want it to be late. Late. Okay. What round? Yeah. What round are we talking Not about? saying – I want it. To, I want it to be at least past the halfway mark of the third round, because I feel like we deserve a proper title, or we 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 deserve a proper main event. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> After the past, yeah. No, I hear you. You know, you never like seeing a. We need a good fight that leads up to a good knockout with a legal knee. Yep, and I I get what you're saying. You know, there's, it's it's never any fun when uh. A five-round fight ends early. 
unless it's an insane knockout, just because it's like, well, it was fun, but it didn't last that long. It wasn't much to see. Like, you know. But um, I will actually say that I think it's going to be Brunson by submission. Really? Yeah, I think I think uh, I I don't like I don't like Holland's arrogance. If I'm honest, uh, I think he's yeah, I think fair. he's uh, you know the pride like they always say the pride comes before the fall, and I think a guy like Brunson it just even though he's a gatekeeper he's he's a solid gatekeeper like you know he keeps that gate shut. Unshall <laughs> <laughs> pass. Yeah, none unless it is. exactly none. Yeah, unless you're the champ. Exactly. Um, yeah, unless you're going for a belt, you got to turn around. And you, that is definitely that is going to be the the difference maker. Uh, could Kevin Holland win this fight? Absolutely, and I wouldn't be surprised if he does. But I also find uh, Brunson is is always in the mood for an upset, and this guy's been talking a lot of smack. And I think to a guy like Brunson, that only motivates him. He's only just you know he's only going to get in that cage more focused, more vicious. Uh, I think I think it is going to start out on the feet. I think it, uh, Holland is going to come out try to do some something explosive, uh, and I think he may even try to uh, barrage Brunson. But I think uh, Brunson's going to stick on the back leg, uh, weather the storm, and come back and get get him on the ground and submit him. Yeah. And you know what? Since we're being specific, for some reason in my head, I see armbar. I see an armbar. You see armbar. Eh? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, has uh, Holland been submitted before, do you know? Uh, I know he hasn't in the UFC. That is a good question. Uh, give me one moment. I will double check that. Brunson's definitely got the power to pull an armbar off. Yep. Yep. On Holland. Holland's got long, skinny arms. He has been submitted. And he, ready to get. He was submitted against uh, Brendan Allen. At uh, Reyes versus Weidman, uh, that card. So he has been submitted in the past. Okay. So it can happen. It can definitely it happen. Can definitely. Or even if he, even if he, it hasn't happened yet, it could still happen. Of, of course. course. Yeah. Anything can happen on these levels. Yeah, I uh, I can see that happening, man. I can see Branson being uh, the stronger of the two. And uh, forcing uh, Holland to the ground, being aware of that uh, of that power off the bottom, so not trying to stack up too much, and yeah, just just immediately shooting for submissions, keep Holland on the defense the entire time. That does make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's 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 gonna be a good fight. I see a good fight, and I see a good fight because I see power from both people. Not crazy wild stuff, but not, not even fully necessarily unorthodox stuff, but just stuff that's like a little surprising because of how blunt it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like you're just gonna do that, eh? All right, <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with that. You're just gonna hands down uppercut this guy as hard as you can from from elbow range. That yeah, <laughs> you know. Yep, absolutely. All right, buddy. That's a good main event. It, it is a good, you know. We, we, we I'm hoping we. I, I always enjoy when a free card turns out to be, uh, turns out to be, a, turns out to be a banger. And hopefully, this one uh, is a good successor to last week, only without the uh, no decisions. Uh, yeah. And then in two weeks, buddy. Uh, not to get into too much, 
We can't talk about it too much. Oh, my God. But we got another banger of a card coming up. We got UFC 260, where we find out who the biggest and the baddest man on the planet is. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is the most hype fight ever. Ever. Maybe. I, I don't know. Like, I just, oh, my God. That, the way I feel about this fight is the way I felt about Leota Machida going in against Rashad Evans. But the difference to me, what really sparks me on this one, is that Leota was my favorite fighter at that time. This fight, I don't have a favorite fighter in it, and I'm still feeling that because it's just so much tension on what's going to happen. It's ha- you know, it's it's not uh, – oh, my God. It's, God! It's how I felt about uh, Tyson Fury versus uh, – Deontay Wilder, where it's just like mm. I I can't pick a favorite between these two, but these these guys are two of the scariest men on the planet, and I don't know what they're gonna do, but it's gonna be ruthless. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be absolutely terrifying, man. But it's just let's not get, oh. we can't get into it too much, Nathan. We have to talk. We gotta oh, hold ourselves up. Um, you do, buddy. It's been a good one. But. Well, I just wanna I just wanna mention uh, one last thing quickly. You brought up uh, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. You notice who they just uh, stacked Deontay Wilder up against? Yeah, Anthony uh, Anthony Ru- or Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz, what's up with that? What is going on, man? <laughs> they, oh, that cheeses me. Why? Tyson and Deontay should have been the fight. Why did that? Why did they break that up? If if both guys are gonna still fight other people right now, I, I agree with you. But it's a it's a contractual thing. It's just uh, you know if the, they it was in the contract where like the rematch was going to happen, it would have happened by now. Uh, COVID definitely got in the way of that, and uh, yeah. uh, you know Tyson Fury's now way more interested in in having and you know the undisputed heavyweight championship belt, and I can't blame him. You know. Yeah, you can't blame him. That, that is completely fair. And if he's out of the contract that he has to rematch, then it makes sense that he'll move on. Yep. I just feel like Deontay Wilder is going to sleep Ruiz. He's, he's going to sleep him fast. We're, and I think... Uh, we're going to see what Andy Ruiz shows up. You know what I mean? We're going to see if, if it's, you know, if it's a guy who learned from his mistakes and uh, is able, you know, gets his old tr- cornerback. Well... Uh, gets in. I don't know, man. I feel like Ruiz got lucky against Joshua, landing that that overhand, and I just feel like he got lucky with Joshua because of the way Joshua is fighting with him. He just wants to be really technical and just kind of beat him up over time and not throw absolutely everything in it and at him, and but still get close while doing it. Whereas Deontay's going to throw everything, and you saw the way Joshua was landing on Ruiz when. When Deontay lands, it's not going to be the same story. I feel like that's just uh, – I don't want to say they're handing him a guy because they're not handing him. Ruiz – I mean, he, he knocked out Joshua, Anthony Joshua. Let's be real. Ruiz is a serious threat, but it just cheeses me because I just feel like, I don't know, Deontay and Tyson, I'm just still so psyched about that shit, even though I feel like Tyson will smash him again. Yeah, it's the unanswered no. question, right? It's it's It's, you know – it's not getting the fight that you want. I, I get it. I, I'm not happy with that either. I, I would have preferred to see a rematch, but I can't blame, you know, any party involved for, for wanting, uh, you know, like, cause, cause that is the other thing. 
I just want an undisputed heavyweight champion. There hasn't been mm. one in so long that it's like, let's just, yeah. let's just put it on the books. Who is the guy? Who is the undisputed champion? And it's, the, you know, it's definitely the biggest uh, fight in British boxing history. Uh, the fact that they're both British, you know, just, oh, just yeah. makes it unbelievable. Um, oh, yeah, that's huge. Uh, we will give our, you know, we're definitely going to give our breakdown of that fight as it comes uh, as it comes forward. But yeah, that's definitely another one to look forward to in 2021. Um, yeah, I, I think they just want, I think they just want whoever wins between Deontay and Andy Ruiz, obviously, will take on the winner of uh, uh, the Tyson and Joshua. I just feel like if Joshua wins. And, it, and Ruiz wins, and it's like, boom, there's the third fight for them. There's the rubber match for them. It's set up. If Deontay wins versus Joshua, that's, I mean, that's obviously a good setup already. Tyson wins versus Deontay. There's the three-way. And if Tyson wins, and Andy wins, and it's like, that's a fight that hasn't happened. I, I don't know. It just, it just seems like it just makes sense to put him in there for, for the triple, but I don't know. Boxing, it just every every time I think about boxing now, there's such a sour taste just because they're they're lacking so hard on the promotion, man. They have such a they have such a beast trilogy with those three guys, and they let it. And they're just doing yeah, and they let it slip through their fingers. They're doing shit. It's already halfway through, and and they're doing shit all that. I hear you, buddy. All right, buddy. Let's not uh, ramble on too long. We we already got. Uh... You know, this one's going long already. So uh, all I'll say to you, buddy, is uh, it's been good talking to you. Um, Likewise. Leon Edwards is a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Leon Edwards is a bitch. Got to close them things or get the fuck out of here. Yep. He's got to learn from his mistakes, I, you know. Uh, and that, really, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> yeah, screw Leon, yay, yay Bilal. Yeah, I, I, that's another thing. I do want to see Bilal Muhammad back in the cage. Absolutely. This has actually uh, made me more hyped for a Bilal's fight. Yeah, me too. Exactly. I got uh, my eyes are on him even more. Yep. Uh, All right, buddy. It's good talking to you, bro. <laughs> All right, man. Peace out. Peace out.